0: Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich.
1: On Business Brunch today, we're talking to a businessman who's been at the cutting edge of hairstyling over for 39 years. uh, And in that time has developed an impeccable reputation. His innovation and meticulous attention to detail is evident in every aspect of his business. And that has translated into a very successful salon. Today we're pleased to welcome Stephen Bergen. Stephen, welcome to The Cap.
0: Thank you, Des. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. And it's two
1: years since I interviewed you. I can't believe it's that that length of time.
0: I can't believe that either. It seems like only, you know, a couple of weeks ago that I was sort of strolling off the car park on one particular cold, rainy morning into the studio there. Um, that, that really has... Um, surprise me two years. Yes, Dev.
1: Uh, and in the meantime, of course, we've, we've had uh, the dreaded coronavirus. So, and that's my first question for you, Stephen. The, the virus has knocked your plans for 2020 into a cocked hat. So tell us how you've survived uh, and what you have to do to mothball a busy hair salon.
0: Well, you know, Des, this was our 20th year in, uh, in uh, Nantwich, uh, the 20th year celebration of Stephen Bergen um, not quite the year we'd got planned as I'm sure you can imagine um, yeah the, when the virus came along in March along with everyone else no one really knew uh, what quite the impact was going to be on business and, uh, and and least of all we didn't know how long the first lockdown was going to continue for I mean I can remember going home on the Uh, I think it was on the Saturday evening in March, uh, thinking, uh, yeah, we'll we'll maybe do another couple of days on the following evening or the the next day. And and we suddenly found out we were going to be faced with an imminent lockdown. So my first priority uh, was obviously to my team and to the business to maintain their jobs and to uh, secure the business. So... Uh, the first thing that I started to look at was to how to make an impact on the outgoings to the business. And I was very savvy there. And I went into the salon as normal the next day, went through all of the outgoing costs diligently, looked at everything where we could make a saving from electricity down to the card machine and laundry and and trying and. Try and, and talk to these people and the suppliers on how we could um you know maybe talk about um having a holidays from these payments etc and uh i've always uh farmed out the uh business side of the the uh my business that so i always leave the experts to do what they do the the vat side of it and the payment side of it the payroll side of it uh, so I knew that I'd got a very efficient team working in the background with regard to uh, the new word that we've all now become accustomed to, which is furlough pay. Uh, I had no idea what that meant um, prior to this. So, yeah, that was that was my first sort of uh, reaction to uh, coping with, you know, what was going to be faced with a considerable time uh, not operating the business. And, you know, if someone had have said to me, you're going to be closed for three months that would that would have you know chilled me to the core that the very prospect of not being able to do my work
1: and i understand um, Stephen, you know, that you've you've not stopped going into the salon just to check and make sure there are no leaks and the the place is you know is not going moldy and
0: um yeah do you know i go in i go in probably four or five times every week now uh, just to make myself a cup of coffee (laughs) put put some music on uh, make sure the place is safe and sound yeah no 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 frozen pipes no burst pipes yeah and just make sure it's all safe and secure yeah
1: and i understand that with time on your hands you've become a slave to social media and it's helped you stay in touch with your customers so Tell us what you've been up to, and give us a few tips for business startups ups about the best use of social media.
0: Yeah, I, I did, I, I got proactive on social media quite quickly, and I started doing, uh, for, for us, what was a series of, um, I called them hot hair tips, and started the first one with, you know, the best way to actually shampoo and condition your hair, and then over the uh, forthcoming weeks, put a program of hot hair tips together, uh, so that I was still communicating with my clients. I think with social media, it, it's it's getting that really good balance between um, not posting too much um, stuff and and just becoming quite trivial. But maybe a two or three really good posts a week that are, you know are going to be saying something to your audience, staying in contact with your clients. Um, Accentuate, accentuating that you you know you're still interested and you're being proactive and trying to communicate with them so
1: you're talking about thing as well, you know yeah sorry to interrupt but you're talking about quality rather than quantity
0: yes absolutely yeah yeah uh,
1: and what tips would you give to a business startup say somebody who knows what they want to do with their business just not quite sure how to reach out to their potential customers
0: I think the most important thing with any business, does is to be clear on on what market you want to uh, uh, go for and be clear on, on your brand uh, and demonstrate that through your branding and the way that you um, conduct yourself in business and be, and be clear on, on the client that you want to walk through the door. Set your business up in every way for your... Think of your perfect client, the client that you if a blue sky day and a magic wand, the client that you'd want to walk through the door uh, and and set your business up in that way to attract that person. And then you will attract uh, the people that you want to come to your marketplace. I think that's really important.
1: And then as using social media for the first time, what would you tell them to, um, or what would you advise them to focus on?
0: To demonstrate the brand, to um, show uh, visually and, and explain as well what your business is all about, um, if you can. I mean, websites are not as nowhere near as expensive as they were when they when I started out in business, and you know, in the early days of websites, so there was, you had to pay a lot of money for a decent website. But there are much more uh, financially advantageous options now available. Uh, and, and to you know to to get one set up. You're listening to a podcast from The Cat.
1: Today's guest is Stephen Bergen from Stephen Bergen Hair Design. Uh, Stephen your brand conjures a, a mixture of outstanding customer service and amazing creative ability so share with us how you begin to establish a brand
0: and why it's so important
1: to your business.
0: It's, uh, it's important to establish a brand and, and why it's been so vital to my business is that when I started in Navarrete, which was 20 years ago, there were already 15 salons in town. So I knew that we had to have a, a, different, a different point of sale um, and a different delivery. And it was always to me that being really clear on how are we going to deliver that service? And when the client walks through the door, I always convey to my team that we we should control that situation and take the client on a journey, uh, which starts at the door. Um, and when we're allowed to, we can, again, we can offer a choice of drinks, you know, when we're through this uh, pandemic and, and then take them through the different services that we do in the salon from the scalp massage um through the consultation and the and the hairdressing process, and then when we've completed the hair, uh, we can offer them a, a fabulous choice of hair product that they can take home to maintain their uh, chosen hairstyle. And 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 I've always been really um, true to that through the past recessions that we've gone through. Uh, not faltered away from what we actually do want to deliver to the client. And I think that that's really important. And that has to be clear in both your uh, social media and your branding.
1: And would you say that uh, consistency was an important aspect of brand development?
0: Absolutely. You've got to be 100% consistent all the time, Des. I think that That is such an important aspect that you've highlighted there to make sure that what you deliver to a a client that's been coming to you for 10 years, 12 years, 15 years. I mean, I've got clients that have been coming to me through all my career and I I always treat them as though it's their first visit every time they walk through the door, that consistency and uh, commitment from me to... To deliver what they're actually you know coming to Stephen Birkin for is Paramount.
1: And because you spend that level of time on ensuring your customers get absolutely excellent customer service, even with lockdown, you've managed to win an award. Um, for staying in touch with your clients and uh, the local community, and helping to keep spirits up during the pandemic, so Stephen, tell us about the award and uh, how important it is for you and your staff.
0: Yeah, the award. I entered two categories this year at the through the Joyco um, brand, uh, which is an international brand. We entered uh, social savvy salon of the year, which is the one that we won. Um, which was for um, staying in contact with the clients and using social media and and any other platform uh, that you have available to stay in contact with your clients and recognizing how important that was going to be. At this point, I I think it's only fair to say that uh, Jan Roberts uh, from uh, Pure PR Solutions has been fantastic uh, as as an advocate for me. Um, A lot it you know to achieve this award um she you know she's um just wonderful at what she does but it, but it has been really important and I, i'm i was really delighted that we won the award we won it in january uh, it was a new category for the uh for the joyco awards this year uh, and as i say you're up against the, the whole of the uk for uh all of the all of the salons that enter the award so yeah it does mean a lot. And, and, and the the spring off that we will get from that, uh, from from being an award-winning salon, is obviously to attract uh, new team members and, and to attract the sort of person uh, that you actually do want to to be right a right fit to join your team. I think it's really important that. Also, as well, uh, we uh, raise money for the Little Princess Trust, which was for. Uh, a a charity for uh, children that are suffering from cancer and uh, we raise money for them and we're currently waiting to do a 10-mile walk for uh, the water charity which is for children in Africa um, that um, can't get water so we're actually doing a a 10-mile walk when we're allowed to do it as a group again uh, to raise money for for that cause. And so... We're, as I say, we, we're keeping our clients informed through, uh, through our social media platforms all the time. Well,
1: congratulations to, uh, to you and your team for, um, for winning the award. From everybody here at the CAT, Stephen, terrific effort and, um, and keeping in touch with your clients and the community during difficult times. So before you go, Stephen, tell our listeners how they can find more information about your salon.
0: OK, Des, yes, yeah, for sure. Um, well, we uh, have the Stephen Bergen Facebook site and we have a Stephen Bergen hairdressing website. And uh, we're still being very proactive on our Facebook page, Instagram pages, uh, about what we're doing currently with current trends. Thanks very
1: much for coming on The Cat today.
0: You're welcome. Thanks, Des. Go to is listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.